Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage and practice self-care and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power and this allows us to impact, serve and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today we are speaking with Katrina Lally. Katrina and I connected in a mastermind back in 2020. So I'm really grateful to actually have her on the show today. She is a life and business mentor. And what she does is really help women to step into the lessons that they've learned, the life experiences that they've had, and helping them to show up as what is in their best self, what is possible in their life and business. She really talked about this, the four pillars and things that are so important when it comes to really creating change in your life. And that was dealing with mindset, the spiritual connection, healing, and inspired action. This is something we definitely bonded and connected over because I believe there is such a overflow in the coaching network on just mindset work. And that is only addressing a very small part of what is possible for women to work through to step into what they're capable of doing. This is a great conversation where we talk about all the things that you can do and have the life and build this. So a life of and, and not this or that. I know you're going to love this episode. Welcome to the show today, Katrina. I'm so thrilled to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. We connected in a mastermind in 2020. It's been a little bit of time, but here we are on each other's podcast. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. Can you tell us where you are from? Yeah, absolutely. So I am from Bonnie Lake, Washington. It's a town south of Seattle area near the beautiful mountains. Mm, beautiful. Oh, I've loved, see, I would love to see the mountains or water. That is definitely, I mean, I love both, but the scenery of that, so beautiful. Do you have a book that has had an impact on you? Yes, I've had several books that have impact. And I kind of forgot this one until recently, but it came back to mind as I was listening to a podcast and it's called Loving What Is by Byron Katie. That's a good one. I actually have it on my shelf. I like her approach to when you search through, you kind of sort through problems and meanings and the meaning of what we give it. I love her work and how simple it is, but so powerful. Yeah, it really, I couldn't have said it better. What is something that lights you up? watching other women's lights turn on for themselves and them step into their power, like who they really are. And why does that light you up so much? Oh my gosh, because I know what it's like to have this deep knowing in your heart that you're meant for more and you have this great big vision, but feeling like a prisoner. Mm-hmm. And when you identify that you're really a prisoner of your own thoughts and your own beliefs and your own When you get that awareness, you want to break out and break through that. And when you do, it's so freeing. And so having my own experience of that and being able to help others and watch others do that, it's just the most beautiful thing because you see somebody really come alive. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. And thank you for sharing that part. I would love for you to share what that was like for you. And you can, if you can go back to a point in time in your life when you felt like you were a prisoner of your own thoughts before, as you talked about, we're going to dive into personal development became a really big moment for you of when life started to change. So what was it like before that? If you want to give us a little bit of a backstory. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Life before that was, I was the observer of many things. The person that would walk into a room and feel completely out of place and feel as though she would never quite fit in. And it was awkward. And I, there were times in my life during that period too, where I could not even get out of bed and show up to work because I just felt so defeated, out of place, shame. I had a lot of shame. I had a lot of guilt. I had a lot of regret and I was living my life for everybody else. And it was just space of, of darkness. I was sober for three years and I'd been working a program of recovery, but I, I knew that there was more for me and I knew that I wasn't going to get it in the recovery program that I was working. I knew I had to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that's when I stepped into my first personal development seminar room, invited by a friend and something there was just like, okay, this is exactly where you need to be. This is where that next step is for you. That's beautiful. I remember the very first time I went to a personal development on a bigger scale. One of the first ones that I went to being, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago and walking in and going, oh, like this feels like it's a group of like-minded people, or it feels like it's a group of people who are open to learning more, whether it's not just about business, but even about ourselves. And I know some of the work that I did in those early years in personal development, they literally saved us when I, they saved me when we were going through a lot of challenges. So the lessons that you learn in those periods in that time is really, really powerful. So I would love for you to share what that transition was like for you and what lessons you did learn that hit home for you that really became the part of your transformation. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's where I really felt permission to actually dream again and to really, that I wasn't alone in those dreams that other people too had big dreams and still believed in like the magic. When we're kids, we have such big imaginations and we have these huge high hopes for our future and, you know, no limits. And that's when I started to give myself permission to really step into that again, because I was around other people who were doing that, who were feeling called forward. And this is where I started to learn how to actually show up for myself as well, really begin to um, identify, you know, that I am the owner of my life and that I get to decide and I get to take responsibility for what occurs in my life. And I started showing up for myself and eventually I actually started speaking up too because we can show up and not speak up. We can put ourselves in the rooms, which is fantastic. It's a beautiful first step. But until we actually start speaking up, especially in those rooms where we feel like everybody is better than us or they have something that we don't have or because they look more successful or it seems like they're more successful, those are the people you want to speak up in front of because they're the ones who are going to help support you going forward. Or they're going to tell you like, Hey, I feel that way too, even now, you know? And so it just lets down that pressure that you put on yourself. So speaking up, showing up, really learning um, to take huge ownership of my own life. And that was a big one. And it 
first stuck when it's taken time to actually like really step into that ownership, there's different levels of it. But those are just a few of the things that have really come out of that. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Because I know when you walk into those personal development rooms, the conferences, back when we had big live events, I remember walking in and it's really easy to put people on a pedestal and think that, you know, they are here, I am not, or whatever that is. Yeah, they've got it all together. Yeah, yeah, they have it all together. And it always just goes back into the same story that like we never know someone's story. And the more they would start to explain their story, people who have had incredible success, some of them have walked unbelievable lives and stories, like unbelievable. And that was the, the case of being able to see that, okay, well, there's two ways to look at this. You can look at this and think they are here and this is what they can do or what they've done and I can't, or they're here, anybody can do this. Like it's, so did you see that as an opportunity as it was almost permission of what was available? for you as well? Yeah, I did. And it was at times it was on a case by case basis. You know, I still had some of those people up on that pedestal. I started to get really clear on who I surrounded myself with as well. And that's a huge one. When I really made it clear to myself, those boundaries of who I'm going to spend time with. Right. Mm -hmm. But I did that started to give me more permission. And of course, you know, there's comparison that you go into as well, but that permission to be like, okay, I can do this. Mm-hmm. I can do this because those people are in that energy. They're in that space and it does give you the permission. Yeah. I think actually, I love that you're going here because this is such an important conversation. Something else I learned in going to those events is how many people they felt incredible to have in my corner, in my space, cheering me on, whatever that was, they believed in me sometimes maybe when I didn't believe fully in myself, but it reminded me of that's what it's like to be surrounded by people who actually want to see you win because that's not always the case with the people in our own lives. And I know that's going to impact everybody, right? We all have people in our lives that some want to see us soar. Some would prefer us to stay small. Us soaring is scary for them. So did you find over the course of like, even from the time of being sober to all the changes that you've made, how much did your inner circle change? Like how much did your, the people you surround yourself with change? It has changed drastically. I do not hang out with, with the exception of my husband. He's probably the only constant in my family and some of my other outer family members boundaries with them, you know, but my inner circle has definitely changed. The people that I hung out with, the friends, the quality of relationships have changed. And along the way, I've found myself surrounded by groups and put myself with people. And then I've left them too, or decided that, okay, this space no longer serves me and released them with love because they weren't living the life that I wanted to. They weren't showing up in the way that I felt was aligned and authentic with me. And so it's been a a progression. And I love the people that I have in my life now. Some of them are still the same. Like I have my childhood best friend. We've been friends. I mean, she's a few years older than me. She's known me since I was born. Mm -hmm. You know, some of those people are definitely still around, but there's quite a difference for sure. That's beautiful. So what criteria do you use for your inner circle? I used to joke about this, that when my life was completely changing, 
I got to this space of saying like my inner circle is an invite only space. Like nobody gets a pass. So even if you are family, you don't get a pass because that's how much I had to guard my energy in order to be able to handle the chaos that we were still living in. So people would laugh at me, but I'm like, nope, that doesn't meet the criteria of my inner circle. That's how sacred it became for me. I love this question. And I'll tell you, I've never thought about it that way. So I really love this question because it's something really powerful, I think, to be brought forward mm-hmm. that anybody could use. And so if I were to actually name what my criteria is, one is you have to be real. And I mean real. I don't do surface level conversations. I want to know not only all of your issues, but I want to know what your power is too. I want to know the real you. And if you have a wallop, I can detect that like that. I have a very strong intuition. I read energy very well. So I want you to be real. I don't expect it on the first date, quote unquote date, mm-hmm. but if you're not going to also, I, for me, it's, it's really an exchange of energy and it's not always going to balance out, but there needs to be a good flow. And part of this is my own stuff because I tend to give and give and give. This is an area where I get to watch because I'm a giver, but there needs to be a good flow. And somebody who just is also in the space of opportunity and believing in that there is more to this world than that when what we allow ourselves, that sounds really airy-fairy. But if you're closed-minded, small-minded, I can't, you're not in my space. And I don't do drama. I don't do gossip. I don't do drama. That's a big one. I grew up with drama and being called a drama queen. (laughs) And it's like, I don't do drama, but real big hearted, definitely willing to show up for yourself as well. Thank you for sharing all those things because I can relate to all of them. And I also think that it's, it's really powerful when you can look at it and go, some of the things that I decided would be my inner circle is that I didn't have before, or they were qualities that I wasn't surrounding myself with. And I just knew that I wanted to create a change in that. So I love that. Now, when you are talking, I know you have taken, how have you taken your story, what you've gone through and the path to where you are now? And now you're paying this forward in a number of different ways with your own coaching business and your own client base. Tell us about that journey, how you went from the spot of doing the work on yourself to realizing that, wait, I think I can actually do something with this to help others. It was actually back in one of those personal development seminar rooms, probably in, I think like 2015 or so, where I was in the middle of, this was a five day long seminar where we were immersed and we were in California. And I remember after one of the activities, I walked up to the facilitators, I was on fire. And and I said, I want to do this. I know that I'm meant to do this kind of work. And they said, well, keep going through because there was a couple more levels to go through and then come and see me. And I went through the rest of the levels, ended up going and getting certified through their life coaching program. I didn't feel quite equipped. At that time, I no longer felt aligned with that company, tried to become a facilitator with them. And I began to really understand myself as a person. I'm just psychologically unemployable. Going to work for a nine to five, I've tried it. I've done it. I kick ass at it. Like you put me in any space. I'm going to figure it out. That is, I'm going to figure out, I'm going to do it and I'm going to excel at it. But my spirit was so strong and that that's not where I belonged. There were some issues that came up there and I was finally able to accept myself as I am like, okay. This is really where I'm meant to be because I'm stubborn. So God is going to really, he has to put the hammer down with me sometimes. <laughs> it's a little bit of a back and forth yep. <laughs> and it always look pretty, 
But after that, I didn't feel quite, quite equipped. I had one coaching client for a little while. And then in the midst of that, I went through network marketing, which is always a growth uh, space to be in for starting your own business. And then I came upon one of my past coaches and she was just starting a coaching academy as well. And I ended up joining her coaching academy. That was life-changing. That was truly life-changing. A very special coaching academy. I got more out of that than I did the other Mm. piece. And there's that key that you feel like you're always looking for to unlock just everything. That key was there in working with her, going through that academy, opened up my business last year. I've always known that I've wanted to do something big to help other people. It's If I look back, I see the underlying theme, but that was the key for me to really just unlocking and stepping into that space in a powerful way and owning it. Mm-hmm. And hundred percent owning it. I love that. So now who do you, we can all have clients, but who actually lights you up? to work with them. Absolutely. My favorite client is the client who is crushing it in business and her life's kind of falling apart everywhere. (laughs) And I say that with a lot of love because we can have success in any area of our life. Oftentimes it's the entrepreneur with a six figure business, but the relationships have fallen off. The relationship with herself has fallen off. Really allowing yourself the space to not have to continuously be chasing or doing and like grinding and hustling and all of the things, the burnout that we hear about so much, because I know she's ready and willing. And I know that she's going to show up for herself. And I love helping her find that whole well-loved woman by creating that intimate relationship with herself and identifying what's blocking her from truly stepping into that. And it's funny because when I do talk to them, you know, oftentimes they're afraid to, they're like, this is going to slow me down. I don't want to slow down. This is going to stop me. And it's like, this will actually speed you up. Not in the way you think it's going to, but this is going to collapse time for you because you're not going to work so hard. Yes, you will work. You will still do your strategy. You will still show up for your business but it's going to start attracting in more the right people to you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that you said that because from a different perspective, I am so inspired to help women to learn how to share their story, build their business and have a life that they love. I think that so much. So I'm going to say, even just because we're just speaking about women right now, there has been this trajectory, this cycle of like, it's this or that you build the business, but you don't have the life or you want to build the empire, but you don't have this over here. And I think we've just built this, this mindset that it has to be either or. So I love that you're saying, and, because I think women can be extremely successful in their businesses and have a life that they love. Absolutely. This was a concept I learned completely early on, and I had no idea it was so far out of my realm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it can be and. Mm -hmm. I don't have to choose if I, I don't know, buy the organic bananas or go buy a bra. Like, I don't have to make that choice. It can be and. I can have both the bananas and the new bra, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Like, that seems silly, but at one time, that was my mindset. It, I mean, it might seem silly because the example is so simple, but I know there are so many people who can relate to what you just said. Yes. That we make that choice. And a lot of women will make the choice not based on whether they need this or that, but based on worthiness of choice of where it has to go. 
And I think that's where women tend to, and myself included, I've done this so many times over is judging our worthiness. And one of the, um, one of the conversations I had recently with somebody that really sparked is the fact that if you are a female that's out there trying to prove over and over that you are worthy of something or trying to prove that you can recreate these results, what you're doing is you're showing that you're not approving of yourself. Like the Mm -hmm. only person you're trying to prove yourself to subconsciously, even if you don't realize it is yourself and being on that cycle is a perpetual cycle of burnout that will never reach a level of fulfillment or satisfaction with what you're doing. Correct. Yes, absolutely. A thousand percent. And, you know, there's so many, there's so many coaches out there right now who are talking about kind of what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. You can have be and do it all. And you really can, you absolutely can. I just tell people to pay attention to the people that are saying these things. How are they showing up? Mm -hmm. Are they willing to show up in this space? And find the people who you really resonate with and you know are doing the do. They're Mm -hmm. doing what they're talking about Mm -hmm. and who you actually connect with because that is so important because it's so, it's noisy in the space right now. There's a lot out there and it doesn't have to be the either or, it can be the and. It would be amazing when you open yourself up to this space, like what happens for you? What starts to happen for you immediately? Yeah. So many things, things that you couldn't even imagine once you allow that to start opening up. So I love it. So you started your business, like actually officially coaching last year. Do you say March last of last, Yeah. March of last year is when I opened prime time. <laughs> okay. So you're, I mean, it's funny because I actually lost my job in March last year and I was dabbling in this area of coaching and all the things I had, but then it was like, okay, well, there is no more boats. Like they're gone. This is the only thing I can create. So I jumped in, but I didn't know anything else other than this is COVID. I guess this is what, this is what we're going to do. So what was it like for you starting a business at a time where a lot of the world was shutting down? Oh, it was exciting for me. Mm -hmm. I went out with the mindset. This is all working for me. And keeping that mindset was key, you know, um, I, it's easy to see where you could go into the other way and thinking the other way. A lot of people did, but I also saw a lot of people who did what you did. They pivoted and they showed up and they, they did, they had that mindset of whether they, whether they knew it consciously or not, like this is for me, Mm -hmm. where's the opportunity. And so it was exciting for me. It was really exciting. I love that. I love that mindset. And I often wonder, I do attribute my mindset a lot to earlier years of personal development, earlier years of events and putting myself in rooms that were uncomfortable to grow because my husband joked that it was like March 17th and my governing college of Kinesiol just sent me home. Literally you're done. Job's done. And you sit and wait to see when it comes back, which it never came back. So thank God I wasn't left waiting. Um, And when that happened, I remember the next morning I woke up and I just went, okay, well, Marsha, you asked for time to see what you could create. What if this is your window? What if this is exactly the window you asked for? 
And he was laughing because you didn't even skip a beat. You jumped right in the next morning. I'm like, because I didn't want to have any regrets. I wanted to look at it as that I gave it everything that I could. Yeah. And that's that mindset piece. That's a hard thing to train. You can work on it, but you have to be open to working on it. And I want to ask you, because this is a common thing that I hear a lot, podcast guests, clients, is women and receiving. So when we are pushing, pushing, pushing to do it all by ourselves, we are not asking or taking out support from others. We're also blocking a lot of the ability to receive. So what does receiving mean to you? And where have you seen that be a factor with the clients that you work with? Oh my gosh. Receiving means, to put it tangibly, when, and this is another simple example, but oh my gosh, you're an amazing woman. Thank you. I received that and really allowing it to come in and feel it. This is something I work on every day because I still want to go wait, but you know, honestly been the crux of my own coaching and inviting clients in because I get to ask Mm -hmm. and then I get to wait. But when I open up my eyes and I look, I've been given so many beautiful gifts through the last few months when I open my mouth and I ask, and it's amazing the people that are willing to step up, but you have to ask. And and learning to say, just say thank you and keep my mouth shut has been a very powerful tool. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Mouth shut. I don't need to give you anything back. I don't owe you anything. I don't have to tell you thank you every time I see you. Mm-hmm. I, it's just thank you. I am so grateful. And that's it. That's all it has needs to be. And so it's a little more complex than that. There's more to it about releasing that control and things, but for an easy, tangible tool, it's just, thank you. I received that, Mm -hmm. you know, until your mind can really start believing it until you can allow yourself and notice what goes on in your body. Like I noticed, okay, am I really receiving it or am I like constricting or can I feel the relaxation in my body? Part of that mindset and really allowing it to sink in is noticing what's going on in your body as well. Mm Because if we're blocking it, we're going to know. And I see this with my clients, both women, women who have children, and they think we have to do all the things by ourselves. They are asking for help, but they're not receiving the help. That Can you just stop and say that again? Because that is gold, what you just said. And I want, if you're a female listening to this, I want this to (laughs) land. Please, go ahead. They are asking for help, but they are not receiving the help. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is so huge because how many times do you hear, and I've done this. So again, how many times do you hear people say, like, I ask and nobody helps or, you know, whatever that is, but sometimes we can get stuck in how someone helps us and thinking, well, that's not how I do it. And I remember we joke about this, but like, we were just early married and my husband was helping with the dishes or something like that. I'm like, can you not do it like that? He goes, this is how this is going to go. If you want (laughs) help, I'm going to do it this way. And it will be fine. And I went, okay, we're good. Like that was just this whole moment of it. It doesn't have to be a certain way. And if we ask for help, we have to be willing to receive that. It might not even be exactly how we look at it or what we think it should be, but learning to allow that help to come into our lives can, it can pay off tenfold in ways that we could never even imagine. Well, I even find that when we do ask for the help, not all the time, but at sometimes we don't, we're not even sure like what it is we're truly asking for mm-hmm. or how we actually want it to look. We're real clear on how we, we don't want it to look, yes. but we're not clear on how we want it to look. Mm-hmm. 
And so there's that, that little bit of give and take and, you know, that allowance again to truly receive. And I mean, this is, this is something I do with my kids even all the time. I'm like, how big of a deal is it really that it wasn't done in the way that, you know, that I don't like Is Is it something that's truly, if it comes to your business, is it something that's going to like blow your business up? Let's say for lack of better words, you know, what is that? What does it look like? I don't think oftentimes we're really clear on what it is we are looking for when we ask for that help anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so good. I love that conversation. Absolutely love it. So what are the best ways and how do clients work with you? What kinds of things do you do and help them with then? Absolutely. So I'm doing one-on-one coaching. Mm-hmm. I have found that a lot of clients, they're burnt out on the group. They're a little bit burnt out. Um, and it's easy to kind of skate through a group program and not get that really one-on-one attention and that intimacy and that vulnerability piece that is missing. And so I create this safe, beautiful space for them. That's really my job is to hold space mm-hmm. for my clients in a way that allows what needs to come up to come up for them. We address all issues in finances, spirit, spiritual connection, relationships, your business. And we're going to focus on the areas that you feel need the most focus on. But we get down to the root cause of what's really holding you back. Mm-hmm. What's really allow, not allowing you to step into this person or to, to hold on to the control that you feel you're supposed to hold on to, especially when it comes to your business. Really unlocking and peeling back those layers of okay, let's get in and get real mm-hmm. so we can help you get down to the root and stop this. Mm-hmm. And it really, like, I find that we're incorporating, moving from the mindset into the true healing part of it, bringing it together. If we had the solution in our mind, we wouldn't need a coach. We all, we all know the things to go do. Mm-hmm. So, now the yeah. coaches facilitates it to sometimes even happen and collapse time, like you just said before. So you are helping... Let me just see if I can put this together. You are helping them to break cycles of what they're doing so that they can create like a healthier path to follow and what they can do to help them in their life. Is that something that you found really worked for you and made a difference? Breaking cycles of things that aren't working in your life. Is that something that you, you've learned firsthand? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. A thousand percent. It's the work that I wish every step I've had has gotten me to right here, but it's the work I wish I would have had a few years ago. Yep. It's not just the mindset. It's a whole, it's mindset, it's spiritual connection, it's healing and it's inspired action. You need all of those things for that transformation. Yeah. I love, could you, would you say this again? Mindset. Yeah. Mindset, spiritual connection, healing and inspired action. I think that where you will be and continue to be so impactful is because you are addressing all of those areas. I agree. There has been a number of years where all I've seen in coaching is mindset work and Mm -hmm. like mindset work is a piece of it. It's a piece of it, but it's knowing and understanding so much more that I do now through NLP training and subconscious mind and how that all works. You can't just address mindset. 
there has to you, it's such a small piece. And in the beginning, when I was in my own healing journey, everybody kept saying to me, you just have to be grateful, do your gratitudes. I can't tell you how much that pissed me off, to be honest, because I couldn't get myself to do it. And it was because I didn't understand that my state was in such a low state that I had to move my body. I had to work through, I had to feel those emotions. I had to heal them. Gratitude was a sliver of what I was working through at that time. So that's the mindset piece that just dawned on me when you said that. Oh my God. Yes. A thousand percent. I'm over here like going, yes. I wish you could see her cheering. Like, oh, somebody who hears me because this is something I've been talking about. And, you know, it's not real popular out there. Right. It's not. No, it's It's not. not. No, but it's truly, if you want that transformation, stop chasing. Mm -hmm. That's what it's. You've got to encompass all all of those things. Mm -hmm. All of those things. A thousand percent. Yeah. I love that you said that. And I love that you've addressed that. And the reason that you will continue to be so successful and impactful is because from my perception, you've worked through a lot of those areas. Like you yourself have had to do that. And that's the best teachers, coaches have walked the path. Like that's the, that's the thing, right? Clients will say to me sometimes, well, I want to be a coach. I'm like, of what? And they're like, well, life coaching. I'm like, of what? Like what? Like of what? And, or they'll say, I want to do a weight loss coach. I'm like, have you ever once struggled with weight or weight loss? They're like, no. And I'm like, you just, you can't do it. You authentically have to walk the path that you have walked because that's where you can teach from. So all of the things that you were teaching on are definitely things that you have walked. And that's why you're having such an impact. Thank you for pouring that love into me right now. I absolutely receive that. And it, it really is the real. And this is why I've had a hard time with the whole, I do have an ideal client. I feel like sometimes we are put in a box in this space. Mm-hmm. I'm not an in the box person at all. So don't put me in a box. And, you know, I do have that ideal client. It's, yeah. it's women I explained earlier, but I'm open to whomever needs this work. Mm-hmm. And I think so many people out there need this work. And I don't use the word need very often, but they need this work. Our world would look a lot different. And that's why I know that you're that kind of coach too. Like I just, in our short, you know, times together that we've had, I can feel that from you. I know that's, that's your truth as well. So yeah, thank you. And I'm going to receive that. Listen, anybody who's listening, you are getting live action examples (laughs) of receiving. No, a hundred percent. And that's why it's interesting because this is going to be just one business thing I want to say is that so many coaches will jump on, know every single thing about your ideal client and be specific to them. Now I actually will take that one step further is you can have your ideal client, but if you can actually learn how to tap into who you are, who your lesson is, like who this, like your stories that you lived and be vulnerable and real, what happens is, is that your feelings, your emotions, the lessons you've learned, they will connect to people who've never walked in your story. So by textbook, they might not be your ideal client, but by emotion and connections and and experiences, they are because they can relate to what you say. So you learning how to show up as your most authentic version of you is how you will connect with your ideal client. Thousand percent. Where can people connect and find you and follow you? Absolutely. So find me over on Instagram. I have that profile over there. I had the opportunity to start over. <laughs> I saw that. Did you, did your account get hacked? Were you it one? Got disabled. Okay. Like, you're not the I first to- person I've heard this from recently. Yeah. I've heard it's been happening too. I just logged in and I was, it was gone. I was like, okay, well, I 
wanted a clearing of some sort. So here we go. (laughs) Yeah. So find me over on Instagram. It's now, uh, it's my name, Katrina A. Lelly. That's Mm -hmm. where I hang out often. And the link in my bio there, you can get to my website to book a discovery call with me and find my podcast, which uh, Marsha was on. And her episode um, is probably out by the time this one's out. So awesome. Yeah. Head on over there. Awesome. Thank you. I'll make sure it's on the show notes. And there is a real life example of how you deal with challenges and adversity is in the moment. And the two other coaches I can think of offhand, whose accounts were disabled, they exactly had the exact same comments. They were like, okay, well, I guess this is not meant to be. There's nothing that I can do. This is what I'm going to do next. And they got right into action. So taking time to be angry, frustrated, all of those emotions, don't change the story. Don't change the situation, right? So yeah, I I forgot about that. I forgot you were one of the ones that I had seen. And I'm like, oh my God, like it's just gone, just gone. Yeah. Yeah. Opportunity. You know, there was definitely that frustration and anger for a small time, which is allowed. And then it's like, okay, that's all right. Here we go now. Right. What are we going to do now? Yeah. Always what it's coming down into what I love it. So you have said it, I would love for you to kind of tie a little bow around it to explain the impact that you want to create in this world specifically. Oh, absolutely. I want to help women step into themselves fully, show up bright and play big in all areas of their life because that is the impact that will create the ripple effect around the world for people to truly love themselves and heal themselves. Wow. That's so awesome because that's like, that's literally loving themselves and healing themselves. They really do go hand in hand. They really do. Yeah, they really do. I have loved this conversation and I mean, I just thank you so much for everything you have shared with us. I have one more question for you. Yeah. What lesson in life are you most grateful for? Oh my goodness. What lesson in life am I most grateful for? Mm -hmm. I, the lesson I'm most grateful for is the moment I realized that everything in my life was my decision, my choice. That's when you that's when you realize how much power you actually do have in your own life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it released that victim mentality grip. Mm-hmm. And I stopped blaming and stopped pointing fingers and I didn't necessarily like it, but it was the most valuable lesson I've ever learned. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. I know firsthand how powerful that lesson is. And I can say that is something that comes up on this podcast regularly. People say the moment I stopped blaming everyone else, the moment I took ownership, the moment I decided to make my choices, my choices, that's when everything changed. So thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much for being here today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.